Thanks for joining us this week for my conversation with Kat Ruiz, a yoga and breathwork and mindfulness practitioner who teaches classes one-on-one -on -one, in groups and online for parents, children, and for corporations who are bringing mindfulness and better health to their employees. We cover some great ground in today's conversation from the importance of breathwork, the benefits that you might discover in managing stress, and even in having a better relationship with food and managing your weight, and also the potential that comes from children growing up with a practice of breathwork and mindfulness. I know you're going to love this conversation. Thanks for joining us. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. What if you could maximize your meditation practice with a tool that maximizes your time and attention with images and affirmations carefully selected to boost your positivity, to help you integrate your intentions into your subconscious? I have a special gift available for you. Visit happifiedlife.com and click on the start off happy button to take a look at the phenomenal technology created by Positive Prime that uses neuroplasticity to literally wire your brain for more happiness, higher productivity, better relationships, and greater success. Head over to happifiedlife.com to start off happy with Positive Prime. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you with me this week for my conversation with Kat Ruiz, a health and wellness leader who has been teaching yoga, meditation, and breath work for over 13 years. She works one-on-one -on -one to help busy moms lose weight without dieting and offers holistic eight-week weight loss program, along with classes online and in person. We'll talk about that more through the course of our conversation. Flexibility in these times is always a strength. <laughs> Kat received her 200-hour yoga teaching certification from Yoga Works in New York City in 2007. She received her master's in education in 2008 from NYU and has taught in New York City public schools and worked with all levels and ages of the communities in New York City and in Montauk, New York. Since COVID began, Kat has been offering powerful mindfulness sessions to some of New York City's top companies, helping employees stay sane and grounded. Kat has offered workshops to parents at public elementary schools in New York City, focusing on breath work to help children and adults cope with stress and anxiety. She has been in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post. Currently, Kat resides in Montauk, New York with her husband and two children. Kat, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Susie. 
And I'd love to know a bit about your story. It sounds like you came to yoga pretty early on, or perhaps as you were making your way through school. And um, that's definitely a calling to pursue your master's in education. I have teachers in my family, and I know that tends to be a bit of a labor of love. So I imagine that those stress balancing practices served you well, but let us know a little bit about how this came to be your focus over teaching. Yes. Well, even before I did my master's in education, I was working on wall street and that was a super stressful environment, long hours at the office. And if I ever left early to go to a yoga class, everyone sort of glared at me as to why on earth was I leaving? It was only 7 PM. (laughs) So that's why I left finance to find more balance in my life. I wanted to, I always was a big, uh, passionate about education. And so that was something that I really wanted to pursue. And while I was doing my master's in education during the summer, when I had time off, I did my 200 hour teacher training originally just to learn more about yoga for my own personal practice. I really had no idea that 14 years later, I would be teaching yoga for 14 years now, um, that sort of came by surprise. I love that. And I think um, I, where I am in San Diego and Southern California, there's no shortage of yoga teacher training programs. And I have a number of friends who have gone through several different programs. And I think that is a theme. Not always do they begin with the intention of teaching, but really to dive in and immerse themselves in the practice because there's so much more to yoga than just stretching. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And when I graduated with my master's, it was January. And as you know, the school year starts in the fall. So I wasn't able to get a full-time teaching position. So I started teaching at a yoga studio. And I would substitute teach uh, whenever I'd get called. And I was also balancing that with teaching yoga. And pretty soon I found myself immersed in the yoga world and I was teaching 15 to 20 classes a week. And when it came time to get a teaching job in a school, I decided that I was very happy with what I was doing and I wanted to continue to do that. So that's what happened. (laughs) And so how did you um, discover this passion that you also have for breath work? Did that come from the same period of study or did you bring that into your practice more so later on? I definitely brought that into my practice more so later on. I, through being a yoga practitioner and then just becoming more aware and more mindful of my breathing, I realized that I couldn't breathe through my nose very well, um, which later led to me diving deeper into that, which is a whole nother podcast. (laughs) That's a whole nother interview. But no, it was really, that was something that I realized in my own body for my own self is actually, I, I was a mouth breather. And, um, if anyone knows about that, um, Mouth breathing is really not good for your body. So nose breathing is very, it's really something, and that's something we practice in yoga. So it's the ujjayi breathing, breathing in and out through your nose. And I realized I didn't like that ujjayi breathing because I never breathed through my nose. It was actually quite challenging, but it forced me on a journey that 
led to really diving into breath work and taking, you know, just reading so much and studying so much about it to realize that for one, I needed a breath work practice in my own life, separate from even a yoga practice, but also something that I could share with my family. So um, with my children and my husband. So that's a benefit for everybody. Well, and I um, am a student of breath work. I work with a practitioner via Zoom. Thanks to COVID, we've all gotten creative and I've seen how it's helped me. And so when we were connected, I was really excited to bring you and your conversation onto the program because I think a lot of people figure it's just breathing. I mean, we've been doing it since we were born. If I'm this far, I should be doing fine, but there's so much more to it. And it's a really powerful way to check in and actually shift our biology completely within our control. Yes, absolutely. And that is the one thing that really draws me into the breathwork practice. It's something that is so accessible to everybody. It's free. You have it with you all the time. But if you don't know how to use it correctly, you're not getting the full benefit. Yes. And um, just in case anyone isn't really familiar, could, are there like a couple of key points or if now that we're all thinking about the way that we're breathing right now, you recognize, wow, I do guess I've learned to be a quiet and non-stalky sounding mouth breather. <laughs> what, are, what are some of just a few of the top benefits of actually breathing through our nose and shifting our breath that way? Yes. So there's such a long list of benefits, of course, but um, some of the basic ones that I think, especially during COVID, that so many of us realize how much we need is reducing stress and relieving anxiety. Um, also building immunity. That is something that can, can come from, from a breathwork practice. Um, along with that too, it really stimulates your lymphatic system, which helps to release toxins in the body. So that is also obviously very important. Um, I could go on and on and on, but really, I think the, the biggest benefits are for your sort of your mental health, uh, your emotional health and your physical health. So those are all super important in this day and age more than ever, but I mean, always important, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and I think that these kinds of issues and concepts and the importance of our, our emotional and mental health were coming to the fore before the last year and a half, but now it's a conversation that I think we all recognize we need to be having more so. Absolutely. So, um, what are some of the breathing techniques or practices that you recommend for people who recognize they're feeling stressed out? Yes. So I have three basic breathing techniques. Um, and all of these are listed on, I, I actually have videos on my Instagram. So if anyone, which is always easier to to sort of watch or follow. You can also Google them and there's so many, you know, you can find different um, things. I think sometimes it's better, it's easier for people to follow along than to remember. Um, so my favorite breathing technique is called box breathing. And I always encourage my clients because we sort of start out 
in a seated position. So it is important to sort of establish and set up your posture and position. I always want my clients to be comfortable. That's super important because you want to really just be able to not think about anything else that's going on around you to just sort of settle in and ground down. And then you can focus inward and focus on that breathing and that connection. So box breathing, I always tell people to imagine a box because I usually always do my breathing exercises when I'm guiding people one-on-one or in a group setting when we're doing a class, I always have people close their eyes. I just find, now you don't need to close your eyes to breathe. So if you're walking around New York City and you're waiting for the subway, you don't have to close your eyes. You can do that. But I find that it is helpful when we're doing a practice, a class, and you're in the environment, you can do that to close your eyes because it really helps you to connect a little deeper. So the box breathing technique, I always tell my clients to imagine a box. And as the box has four sides, that's exactly how the breath is going to go around. So on one side of the box, we inhale slowly. The other side, we hold the breath. The other side, we exhale, and then we hold the breath again. So it's a practice of controlling the breath as well as retaining the breath and holding the breath. I always use the count, the number five. Um, I encourage clients as they get better at breathing, they can extend that number that they can, you know, continuously try to go to six and then seven, but it's the same number for the whole time. So you're inhaling for five, holding for five, exhale for five, hold for five, and just going around in that box. Now, a, a very simple breathing technique is to inhale hold for two and exhale. So that's something that you can inhale for five slowly. Again, we're slowing down the breath. That's how you get into the deep breathing. So another way that I always like to cue people is that you put a hand, one hand on your belly so that you can feel the breathing going into your belly versus breathing into your chest. That's super important. So that is a very simple, I always start with that when I'm working with clients, because it's a simple slow down your inhale, hold for two, slow down your exhale. And you try to match the inhale and exhale. So I usually do five for the inhale, hold for two, slowly exhale for five. So it's kind of a similar thing. Another breathing technique. So this is my third one that I'm going to tell you on this podcast, but you you can, again, always go to my uh, IG for additional exercises, it's called four, seven, eight breathing. And just as the numbers are four, seven, eight, the inhale is four, the hold is seven and the exhale is eight. Now four, seven, eight breathing is very helpful in helping with, um, sleep. So if you're having a tough time tossing and turning, if you are laying in bed and you just, you're already got your eyes closed and you're in a place where you can just slow down your mind and focus on that breathing technique, it is very, very helpful to help with sleep as well as the other benefits of relieving, you know, relieving stress, anxiety, and all the other things I talked about before. Marvelous. And what is your Instagram handle? We'll include that in the show notes, but just in case we catch people on the go. Yes. My Instagram handle is at Cat Ruiz Wellness, all one word. And I am cat with a K. So it's K-A-T-R-U-I-Z Wellness. Beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, videos definitely help. People can follow along, play it on loop. And I think it's really nice to recognize 
that there are different ones, right? People can kind of try them out, see which one feels more comfortable or they work better in different situations. When you're under stress, you might prefer a different one, you know, than when you're getting ready to calm down and go to sleep. So. Absolutely. That's super important. And actually I, I just came out with a fall newsletter and I, and I put in there to introduce meditation to people. It's wake up, take three deep breaths. That's it. That's your meditation. That's your morning meditation. Just to get in it really, when you connect with yourself in that way through breath, it really starts the day in such a beautiful way. And I feel like you're just ready to tackle the world. You're ready to take on whatever's thrown at you. It's a, it's a really great way. And that's just simple. The breathing that I said before, it's like an inhale for five, hold for two, exhale for five. It's very simple, but that's something you can do right when you wake up in the morning and you only need to take three breaths. It's not five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. It's three breaths. Yes. Mindfulness doesn't have to be 40 minutes sitting on your special cushion in your special corner, looking at, you know, the poster, or I have to listen to this meditation. It's just connecting to your breath and tuning in. And it's so powerful to use that as a way to set the course for your day, or just to get centered within yourself before all of the input starts to come in from everything else that's vying for our attention. A hundred percent. I love that. So morning is a great time to do it. Before bed is a great time to do it. Take a break after lunch and check in with your breath whenever it comes to mind, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And when you notice even in sports or, you know, activities, you know, we hold our breath a lot because we're nervous or we're trying to get, like I was playing tennis and I was holding my breath and I'm like, I wasn't hitting the ball well. And I'm like, breathe. Like I'm not breathing, (laughs) you know, myself. So it's, you know, it's something that you really need to be mindful of it. And that is a huge part of the practice. Yes. And I uh, recall reading, of course, I don't remember the source, um, but there have been studies that found that when we are reading emails, we tend to hold our breath, which I find fascinating because how much time do we spend in front of a computer screen every day? And so with that, right, and the way that our breath can help us handle stress, no wonder we're ratcheting it up on the scales lately. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, for sure. So in addition to a better and more empowered way to handle stress, are there other benefits that we see from breath work? So yes, one of the biggest ones, is weight loss as well. That And that's actually, I, I bring that into my program because I help women, moms, especially lose weight. And people don't realize, they don't think about breathing as a weight loss tool. I think because it's just something that's not really talked about that much. And maybe it just seems kind of like a hoax because wait, I don't have to hold on. I don't have to like cut back on my this or that, or, you know, I mean, of course, there's a whole, that's why I say it's a holistic approach to losing weight, but something just as simple as adding the deep breathing into your life can assist with boosting your metabolism. It reduces the stress, which sometimes people, and this is, it depends on your personality, but sometimes people eat are stress eaters. You know, they eat when they're stressed out 
And so if you tackle the core problem there, you can reduce that effect, right? Yeah, that's really exciting. I think that people tend to just simply not be aware, but also try to separate those, those um, attachments there between stress and the way that we eat, our relationship with food. And certainly um, when we're stressed, we're craving sugar and those quick calories, that fast energy, which isn't good for us. And especially when we're, you know, in front of a computer screen, eating lunch at our desk, mindless about the way that we're consuming our food. So it's definitely all connected as we love to say in this space. And yes. yeah, beautiful. By putting a little more attention on our breath, it might be very surprising to discover that there's fewer cravings or just, it's easier to be mindful about what we're eating, when we're eating, how, you know, how we're doing that. Yes, I, relationship. exactly. It, exactly what you're saying. It, it really builds a closer relationship with yourself. So it's sort of like, what do I need right now? Do I really need that? Or can I take a pass on it? And I'll also add in alcohol. So alcohol is something that people don't necessarily think about that's adding so many useless calories to their diet, you know, and that's something, you know, a lot of people use alcohol to relax themselves. And so that's why I really do encourage sort of a mindfulness practice and the morning is great to start your day off, but then sort of later in the evening to just take a few minutes out for yourself, even just five minutes to take a deep breath and have a cup of tea and then see how you feel. You know, that's what I like to drink alcohol. I, I am one of those people, but I'm not, but it is something you have to be aware of. And I, it's sort of like replace having a glass of wine with a cup of tea and breathe and then see how you feel. And then it's like, oh, actually... I don't need that glass of wine anymore. I mean, I do like my glass of wine, but <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? I won't mindlessly be drinking a second, maybe a third. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I'm so glad that you, um, you pointed out too, that connection with our body and tuning into what we want because our body has pretty limited communication. So a craving, you know, for food might be hydration, might be anything, might just be pay attention to me. I need some support right now. And, and like I was saying earlier, we get so much input coming our way. It's hard to check in and understand, even when we are feeling like we need something, we need more support and what it is we respond to. So it's a beautiful way to deepen that connection and tune into those messages. Absolutely. Yes. And there is a breathing technique actually that I use with clients. It is called Kalabhati breathing. It's breath of fire. And it's a belly breathing technique that I like to teach people when I'm working with them. And that really ignites a fire inside of your body. And it's just, you know, it does increase and boost your metabolism. So it's something that you can really, like I said, you don't even have to really do anything. You're just sitting there and breathing yet you can take in all these benefits. Mm, I'm definitely going to be checking out your Instagram page for videos. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Yes. And I know that you have a gift for folks who uh, join your email list. So they know about your events and your online classes. Um, you also share some health tips there. So we'll have the link to Kat's website in the show notes too. 
that I just put together my favorite health tips, tricks. I have a five minute ab workout on there and link to a, a YouTube video. You know, I'm a busy mom and time is of the essence. It's something that, you know, even if you can just get five, 10, 15, 30 minutes in, it's all better than nothing. And I always say that that is my motto. <laughs> just get something in because you, I've never met one person who feels worse after they take care of themselves, taking care of yourself, either with mindfulness, with breath work, with meditation, with movement. I have yet to meet someone who feels worse afterwards. <laughs> Most of the struggle is just getting ourselves to recognize we can unplug for five minutes, seven, 10 minutes, an hour, the world will not stop turning. And in fact, just like you say, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty solid odds. We're going to be feeling better for it. Yes. And we were talking earlier too. Um, and so I'm glad that you mentioned that anything is better than nothing. And in your online classes, I appreciate that you have that approach too. We were joking a little bit before we hopped online and um, I was saying, you know, in this world of Zoom meetings, there's all this pressure. Oh, you have to be on time. You can't leave early. You have to have your camera on. All of this that, you know, makes us want to retract and not engage. And you were saying you have a very different philosophy about your online sessions. I do. Yes. I always encourage my clients to show up at any time. So whenever the session is happening. So I do a lot of corporate um, offerings for companies, for their employees. And the most popular one that I do is a 30 minute mindfulness session, which starts off with breath work and meditation. And then I move into simple stretches. They're very restorative stretches for people that are sitting at computers all day. So we stretch out the wrists, the shoulders, the hips, we just everything that will just sort of help you relieve your day and get that energy moving through the body. Um, and I always tell my clients, I say, if you are late, please come into the room. I don't care if you're 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. If you can only come for the first 10 minutes and you have to get onto a call or a meeting, that's my biggest thing. I just want you there. I just want your presence at any time during the 30 minutes because you are going to feel so much better that you just took a little bit of time out for yourself. Yeah. And sometimes getting started, it feels like even that is a stretch. So it's definitely an opportunity to ease into it, to not feel like there's, this is one more place, another rigid structure where, you know, we're falling short or, or not holding up our end of the bargain, you know, carving out 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes can create a huge shift. And so seek those opportunities. Yes, definitely. The hardest part is showing up. Beautiful. And I'm so excited that you are sharing this work with kids. And obviously through, you know, so much of your work is through moms. And I think that trickle down effect or, you know, just leading by example is tremendously important, but share a little bit of your experience or how you see it impacting the kids that you're working with. Yes. Well, I, my son is a highly anxious child He's also diagnosed with ADHD and severe anxiety as well. So this, this comes from home. So it starts in my own house and I love working with kids. I love sharing in schools and that comes from the elementary education side of me, of course, which I always offer to do classes with my son or my daughter's class. 
uh, in their schools, whenever I can, whenever they give me an opportunity to do, to share my work, I love doing it. And I'm actually working, I'm writing a kid's book right now. Um, it's on breath work. So to be, you know, released, I hope <laughs> soon enough. Um, but that's something that I'm very passionate about and breath work for kids. You know, it's, it's very similar to, to breathing with adults. Um, there are some things that we can do. Like one, one thing that I like to do with my kids is I say, it's sort of like five finger breathing and you're sort of like following your hands so they can kind of use their fingers. It's on the inhale, you go up on the exhale, you come down. And so it sort of like adds a little bit of a game to it or a visual so that they can sort of follow along themselves. Um, breath work is so important for kids. And I've, I've learned this from working in schools, but also in my own home. And just every time I see my son, I can see him unraveling and we stop and we take five deep breaths and that's it. It's, it's now it doesn't always work, but it helps so much. So, and it's one of those things you're trying to teach a person that that's what they can go to. It's like a muscle memory. It's, it's just an automatic response. And that's the goal of the breathing techniques is so that when you find yourself in those situations, you'll go right there. Take a moment, stop what you're doing, take those breaths, and then move on. Yes. And, and anybody who uh, is a listener to my show knows that I love tools for the toolkit. And so this is one that's tremendously powerful that you can use anywhere, anytime. It's not like, you know, EFT tapping where people get a little self-conscious about starting to tap when they're stressed out, tuning into your breath. You can do anytime, anytime it comes to you is probably exactly when you need it. Um, but especially this opportunity that we have, our kids through this awareness have so many more tools than we did at their age, which I think is really beautiful. I mean, the emotional awareness that I'm seeing younger generations come up having is like, we are, we are resolving some major generational issues with what we are learning and what we are empowering our kids to carry forward. So I just, I get a little goosebumps talking about it. I'm so excited. I'm so happy you said that because I did not grow up with any of these tools. And as a matter of fact, in my children's school, they have a class called social emotional learning. It's called SEL is what they call it, but it's social emotional learning. And I am floored by the things that my kids come home with. I, I'm so happy that this is being integrated at the elementary school level because it is so important. And I feel like my generation of being raised was like, you just suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. Put your game face on and just keep going. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that my kids are being taught differently because it's, it's very challenging. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I really think the, the sign of success is, you know, when, um, when as adults, we can say to a kid, okay, I need to take a time out so I can get centered and then I can be totally present and we can come back to this conversation because I really want to be here for this and I want to be present for you, you know, like, oh my gosh, mm. would blow kids' minds, especially in our generation when, you know, time out was 
you know, strictly punishment. There was nothing deeper than that. Right. And now it's yeah. like, no, there's value to it. There's a reason we're taking a pause and the power of the pause and super excited it's, for this crazy auntie myself. <laughs> yes, it is. And it, it's all how you frame things too, right. As a punishment of like, go in, go to your room and close the door and you're, you know, time out or in school, you know, to where it is like a break. So you need to go take a pause. You need to take a moment, take your deep breaths. And then when you feel ready and you feel like you've regulated your central nervous system, come back to the table. You know, it's, it's super important. And I think as educators too, it is so important that teachers understand how to implement these ideas and these practices in the classroom, which is why I, I became so passionate about writing a book because I was looking for, um, I was looking for resources to help my son. And I really couldn't find anything that I thought was really well done. So I was like, you know, I need to do that. (laughs) I'm really excited about this coming together. And of course, later on down the line, when it is available, we'll add that link to the show notes too, because I definitely want to, um, to empower families with this information. And I think that's, that's terrific. Thank you. So um, we'll have the link to Kat's website, which is also katruizwellness.com. Very, very aligned with everything. So you can find Kat online, Kat with a K, Kat Ruiz Wellness. And um, is there anything else that you want to share that we didn't have a chance to dig into yet or leave people with while we're together today? Take a deep breath. (laughs) That's, I always, I, I, even on my Instagram stories, I always like your reminder to take a breath today. You know, it's, we need reminders. This is not, you know, and I, and I, you know, what I want people to end with is that be open, be open to it, be open to trying new things, because I know, especially working with clients, meditation, people sort of freeze like meditation. I, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. You know, when you go on a long walk, that is a meditation, Um, I think people maybe associate sometimes they have a a certain way that it's supposed to be just like how we thought timeout was. That's the only way you can view it as, but you know, there's so many ways to incorporate meditation into your day. It doesn't have to be sitting still for 30 minutes. It can be as simple as taking three deep breaths and that's your meditation for the day. But I think it's really important to set that, that time aside for yourself. That's the hardest part. Even if you have to put it in your calendar, just put in a five minute block, set an alert for yourself. It's just like a business meeting. It's just like, and and it's just as important. It's more important for yourself. So putting that in your calendar and being accountable to yourself to take that time, super important. I love that. That's definitely one of my favorite recommendations is that people calendar their own self-care, whether it's going to the gym, that short mind, mindfulness or breath check-in. Perfect. I love that. Five minutes, put it in between meetings. If you have a standing meeting, put it in after that. If you have to move it, then move it. Don't overwrite it and don't think, oh, it's fine. I don't need it today. But those reminders make a world of difference because we do get caught up and swept away and it's easy to lose track. So it's always a powerful opportunity to come back to yourself and check in. 
It sure is. And no judgment. You got to like release the judgment, right? Re- judgment and compassion for yourself. Those, those are <laughs> important, important things too. Yes. Mm, so much. Thank you so much for the, um, all that we've um, covered in this conversation. Really amazing points. I hope folks take it to heart and uh, really give it a chance. If it feels like it's too simple, there's got to be more to it. Don't let your brain overcomplicate it. It really can be this simple and it's a very powerful practice. I speak from my own experience. So thank you for sharing your wisdom and your insights. And I hope that we inspire some families to incorporate it and and do a little bit of breathing together too. I hope so too, Susie. Thank you so much for having me here and being with you and being able to share this work that I love so much. Thank you, Kat. It's a pleasure. Take care. Talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.